You think you get stupid questions? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Stupid Questions with Jason Harvey. Um, thanks for thanks for tuning in and listening. I would say if you are listening, but there's no way that you would hear this if you weren't. So <laughs> you, thank you. you. You guys are the best, and I if I could give you a hug right now, I would. So just imagine that I'm giving you a nice a nice hug right now, and we're friends. Uh, thanks for the, that. It's that's weird. The, that's weird. the shittiest intro. No, it's is weird. it good? It's good. It's a hug that they. They have no idea they're getting it. Like right now, these people are just it's living like, their yeah, lives. Yeah, and it was a. You know what? They get. They, a, they get to determine that. Like, is it? Did I pat them on the back, or did I like? You know, they get to decide what kind of hug they needed at that moment, and that's the hug I gave them. Maybe. Well, I'm just more like, I feel like God a little bit because I know they have this hug coming, and <laughs> and, for, and from now and you until know, this, yeah, until they hear it, you know, but they don't. Yeah. You've got information they don't. Sorry, I interrupted. No, you yeah, that is fine. That's fine. Uh, don't you have to do no, like a stamps.com yeah, you know thing? No, we don't. No, uh, okay, all I would have was going to do is just plug the, our, <laughs> our show that's happening tomorrow or on August 10th at, at 50 West. So I'm doing a show, uh, Comedy and Other Opinions, tomorrow, which is August 10th, Monday, August 10th. It's going to be at 50 West. It's only five dollars. It's and that's the name of the venue. The name of the venue is Fifty West. It's not yeah. Club Fifty West. It's Club at Fifty West. Club so Fifty at- West is Broadway Media Building. So okay. it's just on Broadway and Fifty West. So Fifty West Broadway. So three hundred South Fifty West. I have uh, I've told some people. I think there's going to be some folks coming. Good. And they are just it boggles their mind the name of this place. Like they're like I don't Club at Fifty, 50 West West. I'm like, yeah, that's the name of the club, Club at yep. 50 West. They're like, okay, so, you know, they're looking for like, it's called like Bennigan's or Partridge yeah, or- Heads or, you know, but it's not. It's Club at 50 West. Belly full of laughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are we going to belly full of laughter? Yeah. That's where we're going. It's confusing for people that are word people, not number people. Yeah. You know? Which I like words way more than numbers. I but do too. I know, but since I've been there, I it makes sense to me. It's like, oh, well, it's. It's it's 50 West. It's just a, in the Broadway media building, so on Broadway, which is yeah. 300 South, and then it's 50 West. It's just the coordinates. But confu- yeah, it might be a little bit confusing, but uh, such a great club, like really, really great place. So uh, I'm just going to introduce Andy Farnsworth is in from New York. Hey. Uh, glad to have him on the podcast. Yeah. I'm, it's good to be here. It's good. Yeah. I'm glad you're, glad you're here. You're actually going to pop on and do a guest set. Tomorrow, which I'm stoked because you, I think, is this the fourth time you've done yeah, comedy and so, other opinions? Because yeah, yeah. you did the first one, then you did one right before you left in December of uh, yeah. 2013, right before you moved to New yeah. York, and then you came back in last year for the com- comedy carnival. So that Salt Lake City comedy carnival, you did my show also. Yeah, and yeah, so this will be your fourth time. That's awesome. Yeah, I haven't had sex since the last time I performed. Just to really ramp it up, I've I have, he, is, he is ready, ready to perform. As well. I have a set ready that is loaded with so much virility <laughs> that they're not going to know what hit them. 
You know what I mean? You it, it might even shut me down. I might get paralyzed. I wish that weren't true. I wish I were doing a bit right now, but it's been a real desert since I moved to New York. <laughs> it's, I haven't been doing well with the ladies there. You really got to ask... Everybody dates you, online. That just made it sound like you were just way into non-consensual no. sex. You got to ask permission before. No, I mean, you got to like. Put you yourself really out there. A, yeah, you got to be out there. Yeah. And the, by out there, I mean, you really got to have this aura of confidence about you. And uh, I just heard, my, Jason, don't you ever move to New York. It, oh, in your head? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was just like, oh, confidence? <laughs> my uh, ex-girlfriend told me. uh you just need to be more confident, which yeah. is a fucked up thing to say to someone who doesn't have confidence, because yeah. it's not one of those things that you just get from having people tell you you don't have it. Well, you just, you just got to be more confident. In in what? I'm very confident in my lack of confidence. Does that count for anything? Yeah. And I have a natural quaver in my voice, too, that's just, it's with me, that's been with me, and it sounds like I'm, you know, George McFly. <laughs> Every time just I come up to a girl, uh, hey, Biff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, it's built Biff. in. I can't do anything about it. But uh, someday, I, you know, someday I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to experience what it's like to be with another woman. With a woman. With a woman. I don't know why I said another woman. <laughs> I'm actually happily married. <laughs> <laughs> I just and haven't I, had sex. And I live in Pennsylvania, and I haven't done comedy in a year. I, uh, I've <laughs> just been doing contracting, painting houses. And um, I really, it was really desperate when I texted you. I'm like, I got to start doing comedy. Uh, <laughs> I'm coming back out from New York. I've been hitting the stages real hard. No, I, That's why this Boston accent came through instead of a New York. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just uh, on the road, uh, painting contractor on the road. And uh, now. <laughs> I tell jokes. I tell jokes while I'm painting houses. Yeah, Does the that clients count? think I'm hilarious, you yeah. know, but. Uh, it's all paint jokes. Right. They're all just, chartreuse. Who's the guy that names this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These colors. Pacific uh, Ocean blue. Man, this is like waiting for paint to dry. Am I right? We're being false right now. I don't believe <laughs> that we believe what we're talking about. No. Do you? Do you I, care about I, what we're talking about? Uh, I do. I do, but... Where's the reality? What's but, real? Yeah. What's really going on with us is what we need to get to, right? Yeah. We need to get to We've the... got a show tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to host it. There's a lot of great comedians on it. I'm just going to list all the comedians, um, and I'm going to quit saying um as much as possible, but Amara Ames, Aaron Orlovitz, Eileen Dobbins, Andy Farnsworth. Mm-hmm. Toy Soup. So we've got Troy Taylor and Andrew, and Andrew Jensen One's on the show. Re- one has a red head. One's red. red one has red hair, hey, and one of them has red hair. Come out and see this. I, had, I was just always like, I like redheads. I think it's an interesting thing. Whenever I see it, yeah, you're like red hair. <laughs> you just like my. Hair, you do note it. Yeah, no, it's I, a redhead. <laughs> not not like like bad or good. You're just like that's red hair. Yeah, person's got red hair. <laughs> There is not blonde or brown. <laughs> but I don't see blonde hair and go, that's not brown. No. When I see red hair, I'm like, that is, that's a redhead. Yeah. They need more uh, anesthesia. Did you know that? <laughs> it's true. What, that's a real thing? No. Uh, is no, it only in anesthesia, that- which sounds creepy. They need more painkillers. They have a higher pain. They tolerance. have a lower tolerance to pain because of their alien blood. <laughs> because well, going no, clear? True. Scientology yeah, because they have clear blood. That's uh, we've <laughs> talked about Scientology three weeks, three podcasts in a row now. Oh, really? Yeah, just 
not really like shitting on. I think we've shit on it a couple times, and then other times we've just been like, yeah, Scientology is a thing. Well, there's a Dianetics bus, a broken down Dianetics bus on 400 South behind uh, some one of the smoke shops, and I, it always cracks me up because it's an abandoned Dianetics. It says just Dianetics across the bus. So, and, and isn't that what helps you? Like, that's what you you hold on to those things. Is that what the going clear and all of that, like Dianetics and all of that? I is? don't know how auto abandonment fits into the whole thing, <laughs> but it doesn't seem. I think if you're a Scientologist, that doesn't scream success to me. No, an abandoned no. Page, well, and especially page seventy-eight <laughs> abandoned vehicles. Do you remember those ads? Dianetics with the big volca- volcano. No. Uh, that was like 80s. They would have ads for Dianetics. You know, that's the Scientology book, right? No. See, oh. I don't know much about it at all oh. other than like I watched a like 30-minute documentary. There was this uh, British guy. Uh, so a journalist from, I believe, London came over, and he was interviewing people within Scientology and then people that have left Scientology. The Going Clear one? No, it isn't Going Clear. I still need to watch that. Yeah. Uh, this one was just – it was just on YouTube, 30 uh-huh. Minutes. It was creepy as fuck, man. Like, so creepy. Yeah. Like, so he would interview people within Scientology, and then they would all get that, like, weird Tom Cruise look in their eye as soon as they it, he struck a chord that just was not sounding, like, going their way. Just like, no, I love what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and that, like, the possession <laughs> of yeah. Scientology took over. But then anytime he would talk to someone who had left Scientology... Yeah, he'd be somewhere in public, just sitting on a park bench, and the head guy from Scientology, the, the, the head person, would show up with files on them, and we'd go, "Oh, you're really going to take this person's word? Well, did you know that in 1998 this person had a lewdness charge?" And you just it, go through and just like, like do, on a clipboard, did they have like the files? Fo- no, like folder, Folders. like opened up a folder, like full of. Were they wearing a white lab coat? Because that adds credence. If that, that... W- yeah, that would have been creepier. But no, <laughs> he just dressed really nice and was really pissed off all the time. Huh? Yeah, it's whatever. You know, whatever people. I think people just don't want to be lonely. You know, at the. I mean, it, it's crazy all this stuff. But I, at the bottom, the bottom of it all, it's like I just don't want to be alone. Oh, sure, I believe in aliens. I just need to be held, or I need to be around people. That's the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why it's, people join cults, cults is to just not gangs. be alone with themselves. Yeah, I don't know about gangs. Yeah, gangs. Gangs, even. Yeah, you know what? It's they're they're still looking for acceptance. They're looking to belong to something. They're looking for somebody to have their back. Because I've got yeah. yours. Like it's long. I gotta admit, it's lonely in New York. So I'm. I think the threshold of things that I would join has lowered. You would significantly. <laughs> Let's just, talk about this. I can feel it. Like, if somebody was like, hey, listen, we have this, you know, dinner party thing that we do, and, you know, we need a specimen. That's it. Like, they need, like, a urine specimen or something, like, for the party. I think I would do it. You would. You That's would. a bad example, but my point is I'm, I'm, I need some people in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Besides comedians, you need somebody yeah, who's not well, as sad as... Well, yeah, I have a lot of comics friends, and yeah. that's nice, but it does skew your perspective. Oh, no, I realize, like... My friend Jeff told me he's a comic, and this is one of the most insightful things anyone's ever said. He said, you seem like a guy that goes on vacation by himself. <laughs> Which I And mean, here you are, on I, vacation by yourself. And, I mean, what I, I traveled by myself to yeah. be with people that I know. Yeah, but yeah, you're exactly. Right. I yeah. Do, I, it just, when, since he said that, I'm like, man, how do I come off to people? It's really lately I've been concerned. Do you know, like, do you have a pretty good sense of how you... 
translate to people? No, no. Well, and, and they, no, because here's the thing: is like I don't like myself. Like as a just meh, yeah. in general, I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Ah, fuck me. But like, really? Then, yeah, yeah. Gen- no, no. Like, gen- I, I don't really you think I like yourself to a some little extent. bit. Yeah, enough to not like kill myself to yeah. like not go through with it. But I really, a lot of the time, I'm like, fuck, dude, what the fuck? It was, okay, so let's. Because you know my ex-girlfriend, so we can talk about... Yeah. So, with my ex, there was a time where I started... We we started talking about this earlier, when I talked about depression. And she's like, well, I got, I got, was depressed, like, when my parents were divorced and blah, blah, She was like, that's not... That, no, 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 that's not depression. You were sad about something that was real and right. affecting your life in a major way. Yeah. But complete what was normal to you is no longer there anymore. So, you have a lot of... Things to deal with. So you had anxiety. You had all these things to deal with. That's not depression. Depression is when everything's going right in your life and you still just feel so shitty. And it's not even – depression isn't even like a sadness. It's a real fucking crushing feeling. Like it's just like – yeah, I know you know it. But some people just think like – that it's people feeling bad for themselves. Like life's so hard. I think it's the name. I mean I think partly it's the name. And it's a continuum. Like some people have mild, yeah, and some people it takes them out. Yeah. So I mean, I think it should be called something like with some bite. So, yeah, something like head snakes. Dude, I know that would be a much better term. You, I love like oh god, I love that term because I've heard you say that head before, snakes. and it makes sense. I in fact, I think it's I wrote got, you earlier this year and was like. Dude, I'm feeling super head snaky right now because I can't. You did, and I'd probably yeah, never respond. <laughs> you probably were like, "Fuck you, uh, who isn't, man? <laughs> Write it out." No, I probably snake like, well. brain. No, but head snakes makes sense because it's a really uncomfortable. Like your, it feels like your thoughts are like coiling and and being all twisted and gross, like a pile of gross snakes. It's your your mind is like turning on you, yeah, and trying to really, you know, take you out. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Who? But that's what I. I had the. That I'm not even gonna say this on on air because it was just like I had the most <laughs> fucked up thought at myself. Yeah. It was like, oh well, that's because I. I remember. So I'll just we'll say this because I'll just be open about like having suicidal thoughts. That that happens. That that's a, definitely a thing that happens. Like, it definitely there's times that I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I want to kill myself. Like yeah. that sounds way better than going on with this shit. But uh, I never do because there's always something. Like whether it and sometimes it's stupid. Like like right now I've got the the show tomorrow, August tenth, Monday, August tenth at, at fifty West, eight p.m. Five dollars. Amara Ames, Aaron Orlovitz, uh, Andy Farnsworth, Eileen Dobbins. Toy Soup, Nicholas Smith, and Natasha Mauer, who Natasha Mauer nominated once again for Best Comic, City Weekly. Wow. Huge, huge That's nod. That's two two years in a row. She yeah. definitely deserves it. She works her ass off, and she's so fucking funny. Love that girl. Vote for her. She's great. But she's going to be on the show, 8 o'clock, 5 bucks, 50 West, Monday, August 10th. Nice, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's... So, but... uh. So like yeah, there's like little things like. But get back to but, your yeah. So suicide. depression, yeah. So like love, it's like there's like you just you I did just a pitch left. like hey come to this show so I don't kill myself. Yeah, you just broke off to like a stamps.com. Exactly. Ad. Here we go. We're gonna pitch this show tomorrow, Jason <laughs> Harvey. <laughs> uh, but so there's there's like things there's like sometimes it's just uh, like there's been two times this year that I'm like yeah 
I'll go through it. Like there were, it was like, yeah, tonight might be the night. And then something's happened and it stopped me from doing it. And uh, either it's been like a friend coming over or a friend just hitting me up random, like really yeah. weird, random shit. Wow, dude. That's, but uh, yeah, like really weird, but and good. Thank God. But uh, so like that there's like things that stop me from doing it. Uh, my favorite band, the Melvins are coming with, Another one of my favorite bands, Big Business, not your at the son, same show. Not, not your nine-year-old son. No, well, no, there's that. No, there definitely is that. Well, because it's not just like you don't moments. want to do that. But, <laughs> but I, I mean, and that's another fucked up thing is like having those feelings, then then going, oh, dude, that would you that tunnel. Would, you don't yeah, care. Like, it's so, like you're. It's it makes you selfish when you're in pain because yeah. you don't. Well, and that's the. I don't think like. Last year was the first year that my depression ever took a turn for where it felt physical, where I felt yeah. physically ill, like where my, like I could feel a weird pain in my chest and it yeah. just felt fucking awful. And that's the first time since I, I remember starting to feel depressed, probably like 11 or 12. But so there's always like something there that, that stops me and it's like, cool, like I don't need to, I don't want to kill myself. Were you but, like, like, at, do you remember? Like the happy and you know, where are you happy and you know, clap your hands. Yeah. Do you ever remember being like, yeah, but how uh, do you know? Not, how yeah, do you, what if you're not? Yeah, what if you're not happy? Yeah, but while they're clapping, they must be happy. These people don't seem to be thinking about I better clap just to fit in. You know, so you clap. Yeah, yeah it was just a song. It wasn't actually a thought to me. I didn't even think yeah. about it. Now that you're bringing it up, I'm like, oh, wow. I that? feel like that song has really is that the root of a lot of my emotional problems because it teaches you to go along with don't it. just clap just yeah don't don't <laughs> there is no option to not clap it doesn't say if you're not happy go ahead and just sit there with yourself just look at the floor like <laughs> and if you're yeah. undecided which is actually it's not that I'm not happy it's also I don't know and I also now that you've done this to me I'm not going to I don't know why I'm pointing yeah uh, yeah but you're, I just <laughs> I just I don't want to be happy on command. I don't like forced merriment. Yeah. Like birthday parties, it's an assignment. You need to be happy now. We're all having fun. That's what I, like I was telling you about relationships, like actually being in a relationship to me. Now why I think that like messes with me a bit is because it's like, oh, well now I have to, I have to act this certain way. Like I have to do these things. Like I have to fit this fucking mold that people have made and I'm not that person. And it gives me like, When I feel like when I feel like I've let somebody down, or even if it's myself, I'm fucking terrible to myself. Like you piece of shit. Yeah. Like just that inner monologue of of like fuck you, you idiot. What the fuck? Of course you were gonna fail. (laughs) We're like, but it's hard to accept love too. If you're uh, if you're feeling that way towards yourself, it's hard to. So is that is that what my problem is? Is that I I need to work on like I need to like really just like love myself and then. In a non-masturbatory know. way, but just... Uh, I mean, you're talking to a guy who just got his mattress off the floor about two weeks ago. <laughs> like, my mattress is now... That was a real sign for... I'm like, as soon as I get my mattress off the floor, that's things, when things are, are going to be different. Because you can't... Yeah, when it's on the floor. A lot of people in New York have their mattress on the floor, but mine now is way... It's like three feet up. You feel better? Yeah. I do. It's, it's It was a personal turning point. I also finally got an apartment. I moved eight times in a year and a half. And this, <laughs> I mean, some of that was subletting. Some of it was like, I need to figure out the city where I want to live. And yeah. some of it was just, you know, circumstantial. And I had to. Like, there was a mold problem in one place. I was living in a windowless room at one point, which almost took me out. 
Oh yeah, dude. It was that, this with winter, no light whatsoever. With two women and and there were two cats and it smelled, you know. And the you know a windowless room. I don't know if you know this, but it fucks up your sleep cycle. Like the sunrise, you'll sleep for way too long, right? Yeah, and the sunrise is just this little three yard strip of light underneath the door. That's how you know the sun has come up. It's just this tiny little yardstick of light. And yeah, you can sleep through. I slept through a dog walking interview. I slept because of it. Like, that's where I was at. Like, I couldn't get myself up because you're sleeping so deeply. Yeah. You're hibernating. A dog walking interview. Yeah. A lot of people walk dogs as a job in New York. And a friend of mine was like, hey, I need a guy. Why don't you come by Monday and we'll talk about it? Oh, so you were supposed to go. So you were supposed to go to that interview. Yeah. But you just slept right. What did you think I meant? Well, I thought that you, there was a dog interview going on <laughs> in a in a room close by that was just loud as shit. And you were like, I fucking slept through that. No son will do that. You can sleep through you, dog walking interviews. You thought it was literally two dogs walking and interviewing each other. No, well, not the dogs interviewing oh. each other. I thought, the, but maybe they were barking. I just figured that okay. there was something in New York about <laughs> like that you're that you're these two. Well, and with the cats, who knows? There were cats in that apartment. Yeah. So if you were sleeping through a dog walking interview and those cats happened to see this dog <laughs> there and it's just like, fuck, man, we're not going to allow this dog in here, are we? Yeah. And then all ruckus. Yeah. you. I, I'm not making eye contact with you because uh, you're scatting on my pain right now and I, I have to look away because <laughs> you don't know <laughs> no, I don't. what I was really going through. It would hurt. It hurt. How long were you there? <laughs> I was there like six months. I mean, I should have known. My it was. I got along with my roommates, but I I'm a brooder. You know when I I came home, I get home like two in the morning. You do stand up, and and it takes a while to get home, and you don't really want to talk to people. You don't want to chat it up because you're just you're done. You you're know? done. Yeah. Well, do you ever just after? Usually after a show, I can't be around a group of people. Yeah, like I can be around a few vulnerable. people. Yeah. And it's like I my show. Even if the show was great, it's like I'm out. I'm just I've. I'm socially done. Like I, I can't. I have social anxiety, so it's like I'm not gonna hang out with a large group of people. Especially if I right know after people, yeah, that. exactly. Like sometimes, isn't especially like if you had to work for the show to be good, and you had to dig and yeah, it take you're exhausted. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I get that. And uh, so anyway, I moved home, or I, I moved again after that, and I got a place. This is a victorious thing. I have a place. It's huge, huge. It's in Lefferts Gardens, if anybody knows, knows Brooklyn, uh, and it's great. Are you living with Greg Orm? No, no, no. no. I live, I, he, he lives in Brooklyn also, and yeah, I yeah. heard his place is huge also. Like, he has a pretty good... Yeah, I think Greg lives in, like, a little... <laughs> Did he tell you about where he lives? No. Uh, no, he just said that he had... He, he said that there was... Uh... I think his place is huge, but I think he has a little curtain that he sleeps behind. Really? And it's like a couch. I don't know. I haven't seen him in forever. Yeah, well, he just said that because he told him. me I could I've come out there and, and stay yeah. stay with him if I was ever oh. out there. Never mind. I actually don't have a place at all. I don't have a... Yeah, don't, I have hey, a Jason, hammock. don't stay with me and <laughs> in my huge place that's... I forgot I, to, that people, if they find out you have a good place, they want to come. I, I don't even have a place. It's a hammock. Well, just tell people Just tell people you're, you have weird rituals where you have to... Like, if someone stays there, you have to stand over them. Na- like, <laughs> I have to be naked and stand over you for, like, a little bit. You can close your eyes. Yeah. You just, like, all you have to do is freak them out a little bit, and maybe they won't be there. I mean, I 
Yeah, I just, I, I don't know if I like to let people into my world. You know what your I mean? Your personal life, like right? That's your. It's a very vulnerable thing. I mean, you could come stay. Yeah, thank you. But I don't know anybody listening. They're not welcome. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't want know. them just I don't knocking on my know door. You. Well, it's not that. I just, yeah. I get up to pee a lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that freaks me out. I don't want people knowing about it. It's, I don't you, think there's a problem no. with my bladder, but I think, I, lately I've been peeing in Nalgene bottles. I don't know. But like for me, when I get a new Nalgene bottle, it's like, it's a race against the clock until I pee in that thing. Because I'm like, I got a new bottle. You know what I'm talking about, Nalgene bottles, right? Like, no. Nalgene, like the water the, bottles okay, so yeah, for yeah. hiking. Yeah, okay. You can get purple, clear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know uh, what you're talking about. They now have the special plastic that doesn't kill you or something. Yeah, it doesn't have like B, whatever. Biosphenol, something. Yeah, BP, anyway, something. so it's fine to urinate in. Also, they've always been safe to urinate in. <laughs> That's what they, they don't. That's really, what they don't tell you is that they don't play you can that pee up. in any plastic container. They don't, well, it's analogy, safe to pee in any yeah. plastic container. It's almost medical because it has a little marker, you know, how much you're. Oh, yeah, the milli, by milliliter. Yeah, I don't do the metric thing. I usually go with ounces. You know, I, I measure my small bladder in ounces, but I don't <laughs> want to do the king's measurement. But dude, it, I do like to pee a lot, I, and so I don't want to get out of bed every. See this? If I start dating someone, they're gonna, they're gonna know about this. Maybe if I'm happy, I won't pee as much. Maybe somebody's gonna fix. <laughs> maybe having love in my life will fix my free urination. <laughs> I don't know. I sound. I, I'm making it sound worse than I am. I'm doing okay, actually. I'm. I'm okay, sort of. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. Are we? Really? Is there a, a backbone to this thing? What's happening? Are we? We're just shooting the shit. We just man. do that. We just do that. Yep. It's you know, stupid I'm questions. Like, because I mean, you said. Can we talk about happiness? happiness? I'm very. Yeah, yeah. I'm very let's talk interested about it. in it. I'm interested in it too. <laughs> And depression. I mean, you know, I talk about depression. I don't even like to talk about it because, I, dude, honestly, like I get. Uh, when I talk about it, I feel shittier about it, honestly. Like, I don't feel better. Like, I think maybe if I talked to a therapist about it and they'd be like, yeah, that's fucking normal. But, like, when I'm just talking to other people and they give me that weird look, like, you shouldn't, you you know that wanting to kill yourself is not a normal thing. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Do you think at all it's a test for you to say that to someone uh, whether or not they're going to be okay as a friend. Like, if they're the kind of person that is freaked out about that kind of talk, you don't really need them around. But- See, and here's the whole thing. is like, there's probably people in my life that would be uncomfortable with it, but I don't talk about it until I, like, if I'm, I don't talk about it uh, unless I'm comfortable with somebody. It's not one of those. My experience it- is if you're talking about it, that's better. If you're ideating and not talking about it. It's worse. Yeah, that means you're you're on the way towards doing it you're making a plan you know do you have a plan no i don't have, well oh that's so <laughs> we were we were talking about i was uh, with my ex i was trying to explain depression to her but it was like right after we broke up so we had just broken up and it was just like see that's now you now i can explain depression to you because you know how you don't want to be around me <laughs> that's what depression's like except i'm fucking stuck like i uh. get to like i'm stuck with me like there's times that i'm like no, fuck, if I could break up with right. me and just have, like, a fucking break, maybe go and fuck some other people that aren't me. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I could just... You want some ha- relief from your head. Have some vacation. Yeah, because it's a constant... Do you meditate? 
No, I don't. I've been told that I should. Well, by no, it's so annoying. It's so annoying when people say it, and I've been. T- I had been told that so many times, and I do it, and it helps. And what's weird is it doesn't help in a very like. It helps in all sorts of ways that you don't immediately connect it to, like it takes time, and it often it like for me it's also very uncomfortable if I'm going through some shit to meditate. Yeah, it's really it, because awful. It's, yeah, because you're really looking right at it. And I mean, but I think it's like it makes you move through stuff maybe quicker too. If you like get past it and like, I do. Uh, I heard Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> said he did transcendental meditation, so I was like, okay, well, that's uh, a comedian does. I always thought, oh, it's gonna make you less funny if you do transcend any kind what of meditation. That? Yeah, yeah. That one is one where you like you're supposed to pay a guy to get the mantra, like a, an yeah. actual teacher. I didn't. I just looked one up on the internet. And it used to be a real secretive thing that's like personalized for you. I don't know. There's probably someone listening who knows about it more. But I found one on the internet for someone my age, and and you just say it. You sit for 20 minutes and you say the word. Mine's just sheer, sheerim. I can't even do it. It really makes me nervous. Sheerim, and you like breathe as you say it, and you do this for like 20 minutes, and eventually you kind of go into the zone. I'm not that guy, dude. I know. I'm no, not, no, I'm not. I'm looking it, at you. It I, helps I was me. saying it in my head, so I'm, so, I'm sorry if I'm looking you can, at you like I a crazy man. And I think you can man. say it in your head, too. But, I think that's one way to do it. See, and I, see the only... It helps I remember, with depression. Like, right, when I, right when I got, to, like, right when I got uh, my ex-wife and I separated for the first time, and then we yeah. got back together for about a year, and then we separated and got divorced. But the first time, like, it fucked me up, because it was, like, the first time that I had ever been rejected in that harsh of a fucking way where it wasn't just like a breakup it was like no we we thought we were gonna have our whole lives together yeah fuck you, you i don't want to be you you guys made it yeah kid. i don't want to be around you anymore yeah. and everything like that and and so that's that's a hard that's hard it's a hard thing to to take in and i was there were a lot at that time too i was dealing with a lot of like just anger issues like i grew up mormon was no longer Mormon, but my family had it. Like, I was having tough time, like a tough, really tough time with yeah. communicating with my family about that and having them realize that I wasn't a piece of shit just because I wasn't. That's religious. hard, man. My family's Baptist or like sort of evangelical. Yeah, and it's hard when it, you're not religion, anymore. Yeah. And and because you want, you're still they're still my family. Yeah, I still love them, but there's this sense like that I can't be kind of a, a part. Yeah, because of with this them. Now. Yeah, well, and that's how I feel. Like, and I was the first uh, kid to to stop to stop the to Mormon. stop going to church to stop yeah. doing all of that. Like everybody else in my family was still very, very LDS. And since my oldest sister and her husband have have left, and they're no longer Mormon, but it was ten ten years after I left when they did. So this was just like two years ago for them, and I was. You know, I'm I'm 33 now. I was 22 when I stopped going to church. Are you rounding down? Are you like 48 and you're one of those guys that, that can, just like that can say that? No, I You've turned 34. I turned 34 in October. So October 1st. In October. Yeah, October 1st, 1981 is my birthday. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. Same, uh, you know, uh, Zach Galifianakis and I are both October 1st. Really? Yeah, and we're both roosters also in the Chinese Zodiac. My brother was diagnosed with four-stage colon cancer on my birthday, so it's a real source of merriment. <laughs> you know, it's, woo-hoo, bar- I put on a party hat and cry. Yeah. 
No, it's it sucks, man. It sucks. That, it, Did I just bring you down? No. See, this no. is the problem is like you don't you forget when you're dealing with shit that other people aren't operating on this plane of like contemplating death and morbidity and all this stuff because it's just normal. Like this is just this your is normal world. to me. Yeah. Well, this is what I have to deal with, which and, is why and I you think- don't want to. I don't want to bring people down. Like it's, if you're grieving too, like you don't want to like bring no, people into no, that. No, 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 no. This well, guy and, just, and the he thing about walked it, in here and we're talking about death and it feels. <laughs> well, and the thing about suicide too is, I don't want anybody else to do it. Yeah. Like, you guys have got something way better going for you. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those weird things. Like, I just, it's cool. I get to deal with this, I guess. And I just have to, <laughs> you know, like, it sucks. And then I, the thing that's worse about it, too, is, like, so I'll tell my ex-wife about it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just feeling really shitty. Well, have you done anything about it? Well, then she's like, you're not fucking helping me right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't done anything about it. Yeah. Obviously. I'm fucking depressed. Well, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. It's no, the worst well, when it's people like, start I don't know. shooting from the hip about well, how to fix your head. It's just amateur hour too. They're like, yeah, they, "Have you tried eating an apple at twelve oh seven every night, <laughs> upside down?" Yeah. Do you hang? Have you ever down put like your a dick bat. in a tea kettle? Do you ever put your not a hot tea kettle, just a cold one, just nothing put, in it? Yeah, with it's ginseng. And yeah, it's been refrigerated. Yeah, I remember when I was a full twenty four hours. I got this book on tape, this great book on tape. I'll let you listen to it. You know, it's that shit. Was it really like like, some self-help shit? Did you do that? Like, I got sober. That helped. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear how silent I went? Well, no, I mean, if you're depressed and you're pouring a depressant onto your brain, that that can kind of throw a wrench into things. Yeah. But, you know, there's other shit going on. I'm still, I still struggle with it. It's just loud. You know, if it's there now, like the... The bouts I have with it are shorter, maybe, than they used to be. They're not as long. No, so it's just like no, not, no. Like, they're so. short. They're much shorter if it's like an episode, uh, and I recognize it as an episode now, as much as like that's. A, I'm saying I'm, I'm seeing because I see it as yeah. Mine because uh, with being bipolar, I, I'll have like that up, and it's awesome. Oh fuck, yeah. I'm loving it. And the only problem with that when I'm writing it out, besides the like spending money on dumb shit that yeah. I don't need, uh. Besides that, I I just everything's great except I know that it's I I know I'm gonna just hit that on the way down. I know I know that downslide's coming. Yeah, and then I'll feel it. I'll get some anxiety and I'll feel it, and that's when it slips. I just start to like hit the depression hits really really hard, yeah. and it'll usually it's like a three three to four day thing where it's it sticks and it like I sink, and then I'll start to feel better within like. A, yeah. a day and a half, two days, I'll start to like feel the upswing of it. Yeah, and sometimes I'll go fully out of it and start to feel good again. But uh, sometimes I just get out. It's a, a little cycle, bit and man. then drop back down a little it, bit. It's so hard though to step outside yourself when you're in that and be like, "It's going to be is better." Part of the cycle, because when you're in it, you're just you don't imagine it ever getting any better. You know what? I have a trick that I do. I picture uh, Bob Dylan teaching a spin class, and if it makes me laugh, <laughs> I know I'm okay. Or uh, <laughs> That's the fun. It's uh, seriously because if you're not laughing at that, you're you might be in it. Bob Dylan, he's smoking a cigarette too. I was picturing him smoking a cigarette while he's teaching the class. You pedal. That or go away from my window. Pedal at your own chosen speed. Is that him? Yeah, 
I can't do impressions of of Bob Dylan. Well, yeah. I saw Bob Dylan live once. Paul Simon opened up for him. I can him. do then, Tom Brokaw. Let's let's hear a Tom Brokaw. I just took a bite of banana. So this is Tom Brokaw eating a banana. Please loan Linda Larry's lollipop. Please <laughs> hold on. I got to get in character. Say something about the news. Uh, have you, uh, Israel? Say something about yeah, Israel. Uh, what's going on in Israel? Have you seen the news in Israel? <laughs> I don't know what to say about Israel. Just something going. Israel's a fine country. Lend, lend me Linda's lollipop. <laughs> See, I'm terrible at it. What else can I do? Uh, that's it. That's pretty much it. Tom broke my our... my favorite impression. Now that I'm Ed Wynn. Do you know who Ed Wynn is? <laughs> no. No. He, he did. Uh, you. He was in a bunch of Disney movies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He was in Mary Poppins. He was in That Darn Cat. He was the Mad Hatter uh-huh. in Alice in Wonderland. He talks kind of like this, oh, yeah, Eddie. Yeah. You know who Ed Wynn is? Well, good golly, that's so that's so crazy. What are we all doing here? <laughs> yeah, I, that guy. Any for some reason, his voice though. If I hear it, I'm just like, oh fuck, yes, get in my ears. It's it helps. It does. Like his voice, he does have like that voice that I'm like, yeah, I like hearing your voice. You can't snap out of it. I heard that Tony Robbins takes a cold shower every morning. That helps with depression. Not about a cold shower. Yeah, not. Uh, I don't know. I'm just again. I'm just holding on for. We're just throwing life. things out there. That helps. It These sucks. things help. <laughs> you know, it's, not killing yourself. <laughs> it's weird. I think I would rather be depressed than take a cold shower every morning. <laughs> like I would rather I, deal with my shit yeah. all day than it's like. I, it sucks. It hurts so bad. It's like a cold icicles. shower. Yeah. yeah. Well, is this the end? Should we? Uh, <laughs> is this the? Is this how we end this? Well, this is so much fun. I don't yeah. want it to. No, end. we don't have to end it. I haven't seen you in so yeah, long. Yeah, it's been a while. We're having a good time. And I miss Salt Lake. I miss. Uh, this was a good city. Yeah, this to me. was I awesome. I didn't leave because I l- didn't like it here. I-, I loved it here. Yeah. Like, I didn't have really resentments at all. I just wanted to get better as a comic. So, I, you know, I went to New York. And can I tell you that? So, Natasha and I still talk talk about this. Uh-uh. When from. Yeah, no, it's a good thing. You, from when we saw you when you first. So when you did comedy and other opinions, uh-huh. the December before you left to uh-huh. go to New York, and then the next time we saw you was September for the comedy carnival, and the the growth was insane. Like wow, it thanks. was uh, like very noticeable, very yeah. very noticeable. And you were great and the, and loved the, before you left. The indifference of I don't know what it is. Well, New York audiences have like an ear for jokes. Yeah. They really don't like you. They know somebody who's funnier than you. They grew up yeah. with somebody who's funnier than you. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They But they like they they know a good joke when they hear one. You don't have any time. You don't get any liberties. You, at 5 seconds, they know if they like you or not really quick. And then your job is just to power through if they don't. Usually they don't. Yeah. They don't know you. They haven't heard they of you shit, when you first yeah. get there. What else? Uh, so you get quicker. You get um, indifference is the hardest thing to deal with as a comic. Like it's fine if someone's like yelling at you, or they're you know booing, or they're that's dying, better. Yeah. Or or laugh. Yeah, yeah, you want them to laugh, obviously. But but that just cold indifference is the hardest thing to dig yourself that's out what, of. And that and I think doing that is like the best. That's been some of the best thing. For me, see, no, that's funny that I you gotta, say that too. Because when I'm hosting shows now, instead of being like, "Don't yell out, be respectful," I'm like, "Hey, if 
people say something you don't like, don't yell out. Yeah. Don't laugh. It don't laugh at a comic. That's the fucking worst. Yeah, that's, that's the, the best mean, revenge. I would, yeah, Silence you, is if the somebody, best tackling. Because that's the whole thing is if somebody yeah. says something, <laughs> I've been doing it long enough that usually people yell similar things. So yeah. you have things for it. You've kind of prepared a bit for it. So that gives you something instead of yeah. like now, oh, cool, I have this person now. I have this that I can I can make fun of this now. Instead of I'm just eating shit up here. I'm just eating shit yeah. up here. And that's what I tell people. Don't yell out. Don't be rude. Just don't laugh. Don't, just don't, that's could, the meanest yeah. thing. And I was like, we recognize it so fast. When someone doesn't laugh, yeah. we know immediately. We know exactly who's not laughing when they're not laughing. Yeah. It hurts our feelings bad. We wrote that shit. And so, like, that's what I tell people. Don't yell out. Just don't laugh. Yeah. Laugh when you like what you hear. Don't laugh when you don't. And that's it. And then I've, I haven't really had any. Yeah, rough shows since then as far as people just being loud even drunk people just talking they're yeah. still pretty quiet for the show and still laughing and enjoying it so yeah but that is really like it fucks me up that would be way worse than somebody yelling I hate you or and it's indifference from comics too you know oh, that's yeah. hard they don't they don't like you because they're even if you have a good joke they, they're yeah, not, they, even if they're not competing against yeah. you they're just competing with you and they see you as a peer but it, like, it, 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 I don't like. It yeah, gets better fine. as you get to know, like people get to know you. Whatever, it's boring to talk about stand up. <laughs> it is, it is boring. It's all a big magic trick. Yeah, but we're talking about the different. Like we're talking about New York versus <laughs> yeah. Utah. So that's New York versus that might, yeah, Utah. Yeah, I mean because it, I'm not even from here. I know and that. people are like, well, well no, but, but like in New York, they're like, oh, you're from Utah? Are you Mormon? No, because you're from Illinois. I know, right? but then it's but just too that. complicated to do two steps. They're like, no, you're from Utah. You're from where the last place you came, it seems like. Really? People, yeah, with comedy, well, probably. Well, with people. They don't want a whole story. Yeah, they just, they where, only where have, are you from? If they're yeah. lucky if they remember your name. They're not going to remember to, your whole personal journey. I just did. Dude, the Muslim I know guy your personal journey. At my Is it normal? Keeps, from normal? He thinks I'm from Wisconsin because I told him I was leaving to go to Wisconsin. I'm, I, I keep close with my bodega guy. And I tell him, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to be here for a while. I'm going to Wisconsin. Now he thinks I'm from Wisconsin. And no, I'm like, no, dude, no, I'm, I'm from Illinois. What? Is it normal? Normal Illinois. That's what I thought. You're from normal. I can't. I, I know normal. And then I know Dean's from someplace else. It's not normal. Dean's from Chicago. Uh, West. No, he's from Rockford. Rockford. That's right. Dean's from Rockford. That's Funny guy. Rare, uh, I love Dean. I love Dean, too. Dean's... I don't know what he's doing. Dean, if you're out there. We love I you. I think he's happy. So he no, stopped he doing is. comedy. No, he is. He stopped doing comedy. The last time I talked to him, do you know what he said? You got. He's got to go. We're we're holding. Are we holding you up? Are you sure? <laughs> I feel rude. I feel like we're, it's okay. Well, I don't know. I'm just no. very. I really want everyone to have a, a good time. You're good to stay as long as you want. Okay. You okay. want your own podcast? Join my network. Uh, <laughs> I do this every week. Okay. Thanks, man. That's sweet. If I'm yawning or being dumb in the corner. Oh no no. no. That's my job. I didn't. <laughs> Be dumb. Be ugly. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, I don't know. It, so I talked to Dean. Uh, it was right before I, Natasha and I moved in yeah. together. So it was right before I moved out of my last apartment into in with Natasha. And that's what he said. He wasn't doing comedy anymore. He said, dude, I met the girl I'm going to marry. Dude, I love this girl. Like, I'm really Did, happy. And now as soon as you hear that, didn't in your head, you're like, oh, God, he's going to get hurt so bad. No, I went, oh, 
Fuck, man. Like, it can great. happen to people. Oh, that's yeah, good. That's You're what, much yeah, more supportive. I was, I was yeah. <laughs> it's, well, you I, my closeted, thing is, yeah. though, is that it's just like, well, I've seen other people be successful in relationships. Yeah. Like, I've seen other people do that, but I never have. Like, I've never. You got to love yourself. All that bullshit. <laughs> no, seriously. That's it, that's what they say. I know. How can you, how but, can somebody love you if you don't like you? What is, that doesn't make any sense. You got, I mean, you got to. Like, I've got to like me? This is a total, like, I know this is a foreign yeah. thing to me, too. My parents didn't put my heart on the fridge. I mean, they, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they love me, I think, but it's very much like I came from engineers, so like civil engineers. Like their job is like you build a you know bridge maybe, and you don't want to fuck around. It's a bridge. You don't want a guy who's like, yeah, it's I'm, the numbers don't add up. I'm gonna go to lunch. You yeah, know? No, it's like no, that we're fucking making you want a bridge. And, and and the way they think is like if it works, you know, they don't have a party. It's that they did their job. The the bridge works. Nobody died. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's no like high five and you know stuff like that. Also farmers too who are very historically pessimistic people. You have no control. You put your crops in the ground and, you and it's up fingers. to whatever the universe wants to do to you, you know. Yeah. If like, gonna... I think if I was a farmer, I probably wouldn't masturbate because I'd be like, "Oh, God's going to take my crops if I jerk off." Yeah. I got these I crops. Only watch the crops porn. that I'm going to bust out yeah. here were God's crops. I can't watch anything farm bad. hands. At least until I get the corn out of the ground this year, because I, you know, I don't want God to take my yeah. crops away from me. I only masturbate in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's all that Baptist programming too. I have like back that program. Do you still do you still like in in your mind like make deals with God almost, or like yeah, I won't do yeah. this, but yeah, I do. It's just not going away. I I don't. I believe in something. I'm not you yeah, know that anymore. Yeah. But uh, there is a thing that makes if. If I, there's something about, I, there needs to be time between when I last jerked off and when I do stand up. <laughs> no, seriously, because I can. I think they can tell. I think the audience can tell. Like they that can how smell relaxed it on you are. Me. They're like, dude, that dude just. No, I'm not relaxed. I'm full of shame, <laughs> they just... and I just collapse. I'm like, I don't. I just cave in my. You know, I don't have any assertiveness. It sucks. But then if you wait too long, you're an angry guy. You're mad at yeah. everything. You're just upset. So you got to walk this <laughs> you line. You got to find the sweet spot. Yeah. Have you found the sweet spot? Have you found? No, because I perform every day in New York, so yeah. it's a it's miserable. So I got to do it as far from. You wake when, up in the morning, so it's got to be yeah mid afternoon, like, right? When you yeah. yeah you get up and you jerk off, and then you're good, and you're like oh, yeah, that's there, usually... enough time has passed for me to get this shame glow gone. Yeah, shame glow. Yeah, it's not going away. I've tried. So hard to get rid of the shame stuff. And it's just, it's crippling. You know? Yeah. It sucks. Do you have shame? Shame? Do you have shame? Are you shame? No, he's fine. He's fine with himself. That's great. You know what? You that's know what? Honestly, I don't thing. feel, that's the weird thing is that I don't really feel. Guilt? No. I feel like I generally try to do, like, do the right thing, you know? It's very rare that I, and I always, like, own up to, like, my fuck-ups and shit, so I generally, like, really Well, it's feel... all sexual for oh, me. Oh, just it's sexual not, shame? It's all sexual. Oh. Everything is about no, sexual you know shame. No, you I don't, I don't really feel sexual shame. When you like... watch porn, those people are up to no good. Like, those aren't good people. And you're jerking off to them. <laughs> There's no, like, they should be vetted. Like, like this guy... This is a guy that would drive your kids to school. He'd be fine. 
You know, those aren't the people you're jerking off to. You're jerking off to people that would just rob your house blind if they had the chance. They're beautiful, you know, and you don't care. <laughs> those people like, are up to no so good. Much. We go through so much to like source coffee. Like where's the coffee from? You know what I yeah. mean? People are like, I don't care. But, you know, people care about ethical coffee. Yeah. But they don't do any of that with porn. Like, this could this could be some woman who is, like, from an Eastern Bloc country who had a gun to her head offset. You don't know. It's the Wild West. You have no idea where this stuff's coming from. There's not a good story. Like, if you knew the backstory between what's happening... I'm sorry, I don't mean to ruin no, it. No, I like this. I know, I'm loving where you're going with this. <laughs> I'm just saying, I it's, I still do it. And I, you So know, do you jerk off with like their backstory in, in mind too sometimes? Or are you just like, oh man, this girl came from, oh shit, she was taken from her mom like at 12. <laughs> she was, she remained a virgin until 18. I don't know how, day, I don't the, justify Her 18th it. birthday, she was sold off into human trafficking and. Like, and is yeah. that what you have going on in no, your head? No, I try. I, I just am suspicious of it, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm still going to do this, but it's not good. Uh oh. I highly suggest you tune into Crackhead Confessionals porn. Okay. Yeah. Is that what is that? What? This guy goes and pays crackheads to do porn with them, and he interviews them while they're giving him head and stuff like that. Oh my god! It is the creepiest. Shit that's just pure see. utter godlessness. Yeah, I, yeah. I think. Like those, like that's Andy, like definitely being like these guys are fucking yeah. up. Well, and no at good. Least he's honest. Yeah, you know, that's true. I mean, that's not a, it's not a real pat on the back. But it's not <laughs> to the guy. But it's not <laughs> masturbatorial worth porn. It's just yeah. fascinating to watch crackheads and talk about and their life. You know, like crack on while they're naked. It's the weirdest thing in the world. That drug, man. That drug. Can is I, not I've a, done it once. Yeah, and. I know why people do it a lot. Yeah, because it's a fucking powerful drug. Like, huh. it, I almost felt like I could feel like my body, the whole energy of my whole body, like buzzing, like skin, everything, like almost like on a molecular level. Like, I and you'll feel do anything more. to get it if you get. That. Well, and that's the thing is like it's great. Like I had this huge grin on my face, and then like twenty twenty five minutes later, after smoking it. <laughs> crashed off of it dude and it's awful like yeah. even that like the first time so i know why people do it because they're like oh i don't yeah. want to feel that i you don't, don't want to feel come like down. like my skin's like constricting my skeleton do you ever and feel like what, that coming off stage that's the worst you're like when you just feel awful it's, like well no it's the same thing it's like you're coming down in a, in a way you're like this is pretentious maybe but after you do stand up it's like coming down from crack that's the analogy. Oh, 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 like so when you've had a good set and you're like riding high and yeah. then you get that. Because what you come else down do you and... do now? You eat. I eat. I reward myself with food. That's usually what I do. I eat like a whole way home. Like I'll stop at like 20 different places and get candy or whatever. Because those people don't know that I, how much candy I've eaten tonight. The whole way along <laughs> the way. Yeah, because you just stopped at different places and bought like one yeah, candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't uh, usually. It's, I go home. Like, normally after I, I do a stand-up set, I go home and then I just sit and I let that feeling fade. Take a warm bath. Do you take a warm no, bath? No, no, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that nice. that's that good. That might be a really good That's what thing. they say. It's a good one to come down. Yeah. It's hard to come down. It's not even well, like- Well, and I sometimes, don't... sometimes the show is so good that I'll have that high. Yeah. I'll ride that high out for a day or two where yeah. I feel good. Like, the, if the show is just like killer. Yeah. But then there's times that you get the complete opposite. 
opposite of that where you walk off stage and you're going, oof. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm going to feel this for a while. I, I'm nicer to myself than I used to be about bombing. I am too. I think but it's But I, just, I don't, I mean, of course nobody loves it. I, it's usually my fault. It's, it's my Sometimes fault. it's their fault. Sometimes it's just them. They just didn't deserve, they're just rotten people. Who did deserve to laugh? They were gonna go home and fuck in front of a. And camera. they're not funny, so they don't know. <laughs> yeah, because they're <laughs> sitting there. But not but mostly, jokes. yeah, mostly I blame myself almost always. Uh, I I'm a, definitely blame myself. But I've gotten nicer. I've gotten nicer to myself. That a bomb used to just, I'd be like, "See, Andy, you can't jerk off ever again." <laughs> like that's what God's telling you. Right now. <laughs> this is punishment, and you had it coming. They saw through you. They know. Yeah. You probably had dried semen on your shirt, and they probably saw it. <laughs> no. God, I don't mean to make it sexual. Why do I do this? <laughs> dried semen But on I, your I shirt. really cave. I used to really cave, I mean, and now I uh, now I just kind of get it a little bit more. I try not to re- keep my bad sets in my recorder, because why? I used to do that. I used to keep listening to it and be like, what did I do? What did I do wrong? And often it's my voice. Like, it's not my, I just wasn't behind my stuff. Where it's just, yeah. you didn't fully commit. And I, did, I just w- and I just sounded flat and, you know. There's that's, been times that it's been that to me where it's yeah. just like, I'm tired. I wasn't, and I wasn't, I wasn't having fun. putting myself Yeah, I wasn't having it. fun. Like, how were they going to have fun if I didn't like it? Yeah. That's so stupid. <laughs> like That's what I always tell tell people. Like, if you're going to be funny, you got to be fun. Yeah. You got you to gotta have fun in order to be funny. Uh, what's fun, though? I know, I'm saying See, this. That's, I, uh, to me, <laughs> you want me to tell you what... I usually do this, like, depending, like, if it's a short set, I won't. But if yeah. it's a longer set, I put one joke in there that's just for me, that I know the audience isn't oh, yeah. really going to like. that's my Verizon joke. Where yeah. I, I have this joke, and it's just in there for me, and I'm going to tell it, and the audience isn't going <laughs> to like it. <laughs> I, I know. And normally it drives my set into the ground, yeah. and then it's my, now, fuck me, well, I get to pull control. it out. Yeah. But a lot of the time, it's, I'm saying things to make you feel that way, and I just wanted to make you feel that. I just wanted to know... With the words that I'm saying now, uh-huh. I can make you feel that way. Like you just, you, I, you were laughing a second ago when I was just so you talking just about turned on them. sweatshops. You're yeah. an abusive comedian. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you're like, you're happy. I'll make uh, you. I'll I make control that your uh, world. <laughs> oh really? Let's turn the thermostat down. <laughs> it was warm it in here. It is true. I get that. You, if you, I mean, it's never like fuck you guys, but it's like I'll, I'll tell a sadder joke. Yeah, and, and it's. It's a real life joke. Yeah. But, and sometimes people don't want that peak. And sometimes people do. Sometimes people dig it because yeah. they felt they've been there and they're like, God, oh, yeah, that's, uh. but a lot of, and then I'll drive it into the ground. Yeah. So I'll, I'll find something that's not, that's kind of like, ooh, pushing a cord with people. And then I'll just kind of like push it a bit. You know what? Until he- I can't anymore. And then I, then I move. And then I you, just move You know what I think is scary else. though? The scary part of all this is that sometimes they just don't care. No, they don't care. And we're we're going through our heads like, oh, it was a joke. It wasn't, you know, I, I said that word wrong. Sometimes they just glanced away and looked at their phone when they missed your setup. Yeah. And they're like, what's he talking about now? It's still depression? Oh, great. You know, <laughs> I came here to laugh and all these guys got to talk about their depression. Yeah. Comics, they think they're doing real art. Funny. Look real at them funny. with their, these hipsters with their art. With their word art. <laughs> yeah. I get that though. Now, oh, what are you gonna do? do? Say a thousand words and try and paint a picture for me, funny man. There's a guy. There was a guy on uh, Wednesday night. I had the show, 
and I was doing okay. There's this one guy. He's got his arms crossed, and I call. I always call it the ex. It's it's girlfriend dad. It looks like the guy that's meeting you for the first time, and it's and he knows that you're he knows you want you, you yeah. want to sleep with his daughter. He knows that you'll say anything to fuck his daughter, and he's not having it. And everybody was out else was laughing, but that one guy. You know, it's that story. Everybody, you know, all come out, comics talk about that. But he he kind of, I, I kind of let him have it for that. He left. He finally left. I was like, this you guy, I want him? this guy to laugh, and he's not doing it. And then they finally left. But I was watching. <laughs> where was this, it? It was well, at the as a pizza parlor in oh. Brooklyn, where the stage was open to the street, so people, you know, you were constantly people were walking by, as you know, behind your back. It's a very vulnerable feeling. Yeah, just, that's weird. Yeah, but it was fun. I mean, you yeah. could kind of talk to people, but uh, if you're not good at it, you know, you're like, you're just digging a hole. Yeah. You're like, why did I start talking to this person? I'm not funny. I don't even, I don't like myself right now yeah. at all. I'm not funny on the spot. I should why, never, did I not, why did why I not just I tell con- my joke? <laughs> I wrote stuff yeah. that I'm not doing right yeah. now. Yeah. But I got a free slice of pizza and I got a Pepsi. I asked for a Coke and the lady gave me a Pepsi, which was like, you don't just assume that I well, want that. I think it's actually they can't do. Uh, somebody told me I had a waitress tell me mm-hmm. that they have to clarify Coke and Pepsi products. Yeah, when you order, they didn't do this at Moe's. She was new. She well, had I, high cheekbones, so she's beautiful. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take this Pepsi. Your cheekbones are beautiful. I'm so alone. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what am I saying? What am I saying that's wrong to you people, you women? This is all in my head. You know, this is all still going. Why is there this pox on me that you guys are not talking to me? <laughs> anyway, so I had pizza and uh, I had a decent set, and that guy didn't like me. So what? I moved on. <laughs> I had a decent set. Oh, my point is, I dug. I started that set not very good. And I don't, I used to just be like, well, forget it. Yeah. I would be do that before I had even gotten up there. I was like, well, fine. You don't like me? And I hadn't even said anything yet. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't like the way I got my the mic out of the stand either. <laughs> Look, I'm terrible. <laughs> like, I would just collapse on myself. And then they, you know, and, and then that would show and it would it'd be in my voice. Anyway, my point is I wasn't doing well at first. And then I, I turned it around. I didn't used to turn the ship around. I have a way, I've had to do that a lot. <laughs> not because of like people not doing well. Yeah. But because there has been, I, I was on a show once with you where I had to definitely dig in for like five minutes yeah. to pull the show out. It's of fun the, to watch that. I out like of the gutter it. that it got marched into right before I went up on stage. Was it my fault? No. No, I opened for you. It was uh, Batters Up. It was the first your first oh, headlining do, do, show. Can I tell you how many of my friends who came to that show liked you? They were like, that guy was good. Awesome. That makes me feel the, good. But they didn't like the, I'm not going to yeah, name Yeah, we names. don't need to name They names. didn't like that guy. <laughs> they didn't like his attitude. Well, it was, but you it, turned it around. sucked so they bad going up happy. into that because they were not happy when I, know. I got up on and stage. And you did that. It you turned it around. It took me five minutes to get them, and then I did another 15, and then I was like, cool, we're good. Yeah, this man. Show's be- the, the show's back on the tracks. You but, did. You turned it around. Yeah. And it was I've a good show. I've had several friends comment on, on that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel good. But yeah, yeah that's what, uh, once in Elko, Dean was hosting the show. And <laughs> Dean and I, Dean and I have such a different style where he. Was it a casino? No, it was a, it was in a bar. Was how many people were there with breathing machines? No, no people with breathing machines. Yeah, that's it always. Was, it was a really weird. A bad It sign. was a weird show, but it took me, 
Dean, they loved him right off. Like he was just doing his crowd work, just yeah. off the cuff stuff, and people were loving it. I went up and started doing my material, and because I'm a slower, I'm not as bam, bam, bam. Like <laughs> I, I have a, definitely a stoner delivery. Well, you're it not took as you're me. also not as tall as Dean. Yeah. I mean, he's tall. He's tall. And that's just... And you know what? He had his... Maybe if I would have unbuttoned my shirt and shown off some more of my chest hair. <laughs> yeah. Because he does that. He's a... How do you think he got that lady? That's how. Chest hair. He's a commanding presence. He is. Well, so when I got up there, it took them a while to switch from Dean's style to my style. It took uh-huh. me about two to three minutes before it was like, <laughs> okay, they're... They're starting to get that I'm doing setup punchline shit. Yeah. And moving into bits and stuff instead of, I'm not an, I don't, I've gotten way better at it, but I still don't like going off the cuff. It's still one of those things that's just like. Have you ever just stopped in the middle of set and been like, why don't you like me? Okay, what you is know, going you know what's on? so funny about that is this is the, I've always wanted to, <laughs> to have this question in comedy and other opinions and last wednesday at the show i had it on the question the question was why do you even like me oh no i'm talking about the audience oh no i've never done it to the audience i've done it and i just it was a meltdown it was like you're not even paid it was a it was an open mic and i just laid it i laid into everybody i just totally (laughs) that's the problem is they're not paying attention what's why are you even there yeah you know everyone's waiting to do their that's all they're doing is waiting yeah, talk. I finally, I, you know, I used to not say any. Like, it's very frowned upon if you're sitting there as a comic and it's an open mic or something. You're not supposed to say anything. But this room was so bad, and this happens all the time. I just had it, and this guy was on stage. Nobody was saying any. There was just everyone's just looking at their phones, and the guy, the guy made a comment like, "Oh, that wasn't a very good joke." And I, and I was like, I shouted <laughs> from the back. I go, "It's not. It's not you, man. This is a bad room." This is a terrible room right now. And he's like, he kind of stopped. And I was like, it's sort of you, but it's mostly the room. <laughs> I, didn't, I shouldn't have said that. But I mean, it wasn't, he wouldn't have killed, but it was the room. They just were totally indifferent. Just nobody gave a shit. Yeah. Are that, you- it does that, though. Like, I mean, there's certain open mics are great, and comedians go out there and they support other comedians. And then there's certain open mics that you go to, and it's just, yeah, you're almost trying to get into where you're basically test running a shit show if a show goes shitty is this material that i can just get through without jokes or is it hard because part of the laugh i need laughter to time some of this out like there's there you know what i'm saying though where it's (laughs) just like there's i should have had a laugh there i usually get a laugh there now what yeah now i can't deliver this next line i needed a laugh there to say this next line i know it's I don't probably talking about open mics is boring. I think to people, they some people who are interested in comedy. There's certain people who listen to comedy stuff, and they're it's because they're kind of thinking about it. Yeah, and I don't think that people real they think there's this romantic idea about what an open mic is like, and I don't think they get that it's more abusive. Oh yeah, than, than like romance. Like it, it, it hurts so bad. Well, it's it's basically training you're basically getting into fighting shape that's all that it is yeah. it's, you're just getting the shit beat out of you so that when you have a p- bigger and better <laughs> stage you don't get the shit beat out of you yeah that's it like that's what an open mic is, is. and you need but you need some success connection. yeah oh absolutely some, some just a little bit of something and uh yeah when you're not getting that it, you're just spinning 
just spinning out and then you start yelling at people and yourself and you just have a meltdown. <laughs> you start, I've had, yeah, I've had a few of those. I kind of get a kick out of it. Out of the meltdown? Well, later. Later? <laughs> Not. I had a, a guy, when I got off stage, he, he said, well, that was a fun meltdown. And so I put, I, I put that on my bio, that my act has been described as a fun meltdown. That's actually, that's you know what? Good, that's actually kind of a. It's a good description of what, of what you do. Yeah, I don't know the the closest Katrina when uh, Katrina Martinez was doing shows and she was doing that elated comedy show at Bruvies years ago. Uh huh. She described my comedy as the WTF stylings, <laughs> like what the fuck comedy stylings of Jason Harvey. Oh, when anytime then, you say comedy stylings, that's a problem. Yeah, but it, so she was describing like kind of everybody's like stand up stuff, yeah. and then she's like, "I don't know how to even describe you as a comedian. Like as you as a stand up, I couldn't just say this is what you do." Yeah, and I was like, "That I don't know if that's a compliment or like a." Hey, get it the fuck together. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to just say, here comes your next comedy. Yeah, well, see, really this was just guy. on the post. This oh. was like just a like, Facebook oh, event. Like, hey, come out to this. Yeah. This person, she was just basically going, "This we've got a diverse show. Like, there's a bunch of different, diverse in Utah, meaning the people are different. <laughs> they're going to talk about different things. <laughs> That's it. They're not That's the not, same person. No, they're not the yeah. same person. That's they're diversity. just a different white person. <laughs> I I miss it here though, man. I remember I've listened back to some of my tapes from I think it was Moe's, some in like 2010, and I I feel like I was better then. Like there was a way that I was more natural, and I I missed I missed some of that. Snoo-ness. I feel honestly like that uh, when Chelsea and I started dating, uh-huh. and uh, I just said her name. I wasn't meaning to say that, but oh well. When we started dating. Comedy, I didn't, I wasn't as focused on comedy yeah. anymore. I was getting, you know, I was in a relationship. I had other things going on. You were happy. I was, no. Oh, No, okay. but I wasn't doing as much comedy. But that's, I think, honestly, that's why a lot of the reason I wasn't happy is I didn't have that balance of this, I have this awesome person in my life and we get to spend time together and we want to spend time together, but I have all of these other things that of and aspirations. They, I just want to do these things. Yeah. And I didn't walk that, I'd never had that balance. I was so back and forth instead of just being like, oh, I'm going to more planned out. Now I forgot why I even You were saying up. that, I think you were going to say that you were better. You thought you were oh, better. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I feel before Chelsea and I started dating, <laughs> I was funnier. What we just talk till we fell asleep? Like, has there been a podcast? One <laughs> 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 of the guys are, it's like going, it's like a sleepover and the two guys are like, yeah, and, and, and they just fall asleep in their sleeping bags. <laughs> I honestly now want to do one of that those. That wouldn't that like, be funny? You just talk until you fall asleep. Dude, that would be... Okay, dude, I honestly think that if you just recorded that and you had two people and they took melatonin, so they took like a sleeping aid, uh-huh. but they just had to lay there on... Like, they just had to lay back and talk until they fell asleep. <laughs> and so you'd start to hear them start to really get weird. Uh-huh. Like, as soon as sleep starts to take over a bit, their conversation would get so weird and then there would be like... One person that would just still be talking while the other person fell asleep, and then you'd hear that person just. Hey man, then, uh, are you gonna uh, eat this slice <laughs> of pizza? <laughs> that person never falls asleep. And the, have you ever had? Have you ever talked to somebody who's taking an Ambien? You get about twenty minutes till they just go to the moon. 
They go, it, it's, they're nuts. Really? Yeah. I won't mention her name, but she would like take them at me. Like we'd be about to go to sleep and be in the middle of an argument. I'm like, I got 20 minutes to get my point across. I got maybe 15 and then she's out. Not out. Like crazy. They do crazy stuff. Wait, what? Am- okay. No, Ambien's asleep medication yeah right? okay so I, it was a it was an anxiety medication <laughs> once that i like back in my drug days i snorted uh-huh. and i remember because <laughs> you were nervous no i I, I was no i somebody was like hey no because i did drugs <laughs> instead i just took them i i upped the ante i yeah let's throw some risk into this <laughs> so well this girl was this girl i was seeing at the time had a prescription for clonopins uh-huh and so it sounds like clown. Yeah. Oh, it starts with clown. Well, I remember having to carry her in a video store once because she just couldn't stand up anymore. Like the pills uh-huh. hit her, and so I had to hold her up You're and like, like carry her out. Well, and then this is the night one we rent body parts. We... <laughs> I've been wanting to watch that on beta for so long. <laughs> so I, another night, we're like, "Yeah, let's snort some pills." So we snorted uh-huh. some pills, and that then sounds I was like talking, a real. Real healthy situation. Oh no, no! This was this is somebody who like I love this person so much. Yeah, like we have like so much like like we have a like a long history together. We've known each other a long time. We've gotten we've always been friends. We've gotten along. We've always been attracted to each other, and we've tried relationships two times, and it just this didn't work. It no, we're so bad for each oh, other you're because like, we yeah, fuel like each other's Nancy. addiction. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. Like, yeah. really bad. Yeah, that's what happens. And so, yeah, and so I can't, like, we just had to not be around each other. Sorry, that's, I just sounded judgmental. Oh, well, no, 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 no. It's, it, you're right on the right track. You're not wrong. Nobody's ever been like, you know, Andy, he's had some real healthy relationships. <laughs> Anyone that knows me, is they're like, that guy, I don't know, man. He just... Whoever is going to land him, it's going to take a special lady. I think that's the conversation that's, what it is, is that's like, going on. <laughs> Who I think what's happening is they're like they got to listen to him talk. Who's going to do that? They seriously the amount of the word count that somebody's with me has to listen to. I don't. It's just fu- like icy depression, cold, and then just talk festival for you know, <laughs> three hours. Who can put up with that? Like just, I took uh, I took a, a personality test for my, my ideal match one time, and they told me uh, I needed someone who's patient, and they proceeded to match me with three special ed teachers in a row. No. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And they were all from Texas. It was what I just said, I'll take someone anywhere. So they have to be patient because they're a woman living in Texas where they have no fucking rights. Teaching special ed. they're teaching special ed. I actually wouldn't mind a special ed teacher. I mean, that's, how's your day, honey? (laughs) (laughs) You can imagine that you're better, like that you're behaving better than, than, I don't know. Why do I have to say that? (laughs) Why do I do that? Well, the, I, <laughs> Why does everybody make fun of special ed people? It's I don't, so mean. It's very You want primitive. me to tell you that uh, there was a, a a kid who I grew up with who was special. He was special ed. And he'd make fucking machine gun noises <laughs> and shit, dude. And I was honestly just jealous. Like all. That he could just stay yeah, in character that, all day. That's well, exciting. That he just like. And then he would say fucking crazy things too. Like. Yeah. Get down, you sons of bitches. And just like I was like, God damn it! Like that's a was he even old enough to have like war experience? No, no, oh, no, no, no. It probably came from like video games or movies or something yeah. like that. Because he would play video games and he could read, so he could read, but had no 
social skills whatsoever, couldn't communicate, lived, definitely lived in his own head. And when he was there, actually, in our school, he, after five or six years of being there, this uh, one of the kids who worked with the special ed students got, was like, no, that's my friend. Like, the first time this kid had ever referred to somebody as his friend, and it was this yeah. student who had just been really, uh, like, close with him, just yeah. making sure that he, like, took care of him. And it was just like, the teachers were like, <laughs> what? He's never ever, like, he's never said anybody's his friend, and this is the first time that he's like, no, he's my friend. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, whoa, progress. Like there's, yeah, they're yeah. like, whoa, there's something, something there. So, but yeah, should, especially. Should we? <laughs> this has got to be, that's got to be a sign that this. That we just got to need to end it with, with getting that. the special ed stuff out of the way. Now that we've got the special ed out of the way. Hey, guys, yeah, we'll end, we'll wrap it up. So, Andy, thank you so much for coming on yeah. the show. It's so good to thank see you, you, man. This is I, fun. I, I, I want to talk for a long time. Yeah. I can't I'm just wait. so happy to have someone listen. That cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mom or dad. <laughs> like I it. do. I love you, man. Yeah. I, th- you're the, my one of my favorite. You're one of my favorites, also. Yeah, and you've just been people. Like, yeah, you liar. didn't let me finish my sentence. Sorry. I just said one of my favorite, and then you just took the compliment. What if I could have ended that? One you are one of my shitbags. <laughs> Like, of all the shitty people in the world, you're one of my favorite of the shittiest. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I mean, anyway, I'm. this is fun, and I'm, yeah, it's, this is a very professional, this is a real studio. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's really nice. Even though we're in... And I have a producer, I don't, like, yeah. I, I gotta come in here and I gotta record, this and then awesome. someone makes me sound so fucking great. It's well, you amazing. deserve it, man. So, well, Sasha's great, so yeah. I really appreciate everything that he does also. Yeah. And he'll be there uh, at the show tomorrow, uh, recording. Uh, we're gonna do a live. We're gonna do a live recording. So we'll actually have part of the stand up. We'll have like a joke that the stand ups want to have in there, and then we'll actually have the full okay. and other opinions portion part. But uh, come out to the show tomorrow. Come out and see it. It's a lot of fun. I'm coming. I'm on it. You're gonna be there. I'm telling the other. Oh, I'm okay. telling the the people <laughs> listening to this. Come I out know, to the show. It's August 10th, so it'll either be it'll be today while you're listening to it. So today while you're you, Listen to this. Love Andy. Come out and watch him perform. He's fucking great. He's going to be in town. Is this the only, this is probably the only show you're doing yeah, while you're in town, Yeah, just doing this, right? and then I'll be heading back pretty, well, I'm going to head back on Friday. The end of the week, cool. Yeah. Toy Soup will be on the show. Natasha Maurer, Nicholas Smith, Amara Ames, Eileen Dobbins, and Aaron Orlovitz, along with Andy Farnsworth in from New York. I'm so happy about this show. Please come out. It's only five bucks. Starts at 8 p.m., we're going to start it right at 8 p.m. We've got a long show to get through. Um, or not a, lo- <laughs> not a long show to get through. What we've got a lot of people. No, that? we've got a lot of comics on the show, and so I don't want to start yeah. it later and have it go have, have it. So now you're promoting the later. show like I'm a saying, substitute T-shirt. Like, we need you guys to be there We just need to the be, there, be there on time. I mean, In a single file line. Yeah. I need you there waiting. I mean, yeah. this is some big, hard-hitting shit. Yeah. We flew someone in from New York. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good flight too. Yeah. Man. Oh, was it? God, I don't even want to talk about that. Let's was we better it? end it because I got okay. a lot of stuff All I right. could have talked about. Guys, uh, you might hear about Andy's flight <laughs> at the show tomorrow uh, or today. Come come out August tenth, eight p.m. A lot of great comics. Only five bucks. I'll see you guys there. Bye bye. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a good one. Uh, this has been Stupid Questions on the Earhole Media Network. Thank you. <laughs>